1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family.
2: And you know, as part of financial freedom for a lot of us at at Lifestyles Unlimited, we get to that retirement finish line far, far earlier than most other people out there. We can retire you in two to five years. We see people do it all the time, very, very fast. And that's what I want to talk to you today about is retirement. Let's talk retirement and let's think a little bit about a couple of the fears out there around retirement. Let's get into that really quickly here to set the stage and what what is your biggest retirement fear is it is it getting to that finish line laying down the the tools of of your trade whatever that may be and finding out oh man i'm bored (laughs) i need something to do a nice problem to have i suppose Uh, maybe it's maybe it's the fear of simply dying before you get to retirement to that finish line or maybe it's never getting to retire because you cannot afford it. And lastly, big, big concern, maybe it's getting to that, f- that finish line, retirement, and then running out of money while you are retired, now that you've committed to that, to that track of retirement. Running out of money in retirement, in fact, that is the country's most common financial worry running out of money in retirement. Now we looked a few months ago on a show at some of the common stressors here in, in the United States and the, the, the top four sources are, mo- in this order, are money, work if you are employed, family responsibilities and health concerns. But number one, ranking highest on that list is in fact money and part of those money concerns are in fact what we're talking about today which is running, running out of money once you're retired so how do we how, how do we prevent that but both the worry side of it that's a concern for me stress is it can be a bad thing if there's too much of it uh so how do we prevent both the worry as well as the actual event that possibility that you could run out of money now is it sim- as simple as just relying on the government they've been doling out a lot of cash lately haven't they or how about that new act that they're working on up on Capitol Hill, Secure Act 2.0. They passed the first version of the Secure Act some time ago, and this helps employers, gives a little bit of direction on uh, 401k plans, other retirement plans for smaller businesses, that sort of thing. Well, now they're fine-tuning that by way of the Secure Act 2.0. Will that save the day? Now, let, let's talk, let, let's move away from the government. Let's talk today about ways that we you and I, steps th- things we can do to better secure our own futures. Not, not rely on that secure act. But first, I want you to understand, and, and we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna look at this today uh, using a, a a metaphor that you may 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 or may not have heard of before. It's the the three legged stool of retirement. And It's an old three legged stool. It's an it's an old term and And it refers to the 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 three common sources of of income in in retirement. and 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 this this notion of the stool, I, I came across it in an article I was reading recently on on Market Watch just from a couple of days ago. Uh, Alessandra Melito published this. the The title says, "Retirement security is shakier than ever, and Americans are not saving enough for old age. And we know that. We know that we'll, we'll look at a couple of stats here in a little bit, but they reference that proverbial three-legged retirement stool here. They say it's shakier than ever. Um, Social Security, Medi- you know, Medicare face financial shortfalls. Pension plans, well, they've they've disappeared for the most part. Uh, they've been replaced. We'll talk about that. And we've got now rising, in spite of COVID, rising life expectancies, soaring healthcare and long-term care costs, as well as rock-bottom interest rates, which are impacting one of those other legs. So, what are the three legs? That is Social Security, that's one of the legs of that three-legged stool. Traditionally, or or long ago, when this metaphor came about, pensions were one of those three legs. Again, that's been replaced by, uh, essentially by the 401k. So we've got Social Security, we've got pensions, and then we've just got saving. The the, the saving that you do, putting money into the bank, uh, putting money into CDs. And the question now, that, that stool has gotten very, very shaky. You know that, I know that. There are issues with each one of those legs. We're gonna look briefly at what those issues are and then ask the question, can we retool that stool? Can we retool it? Can we maybe replace a couple of the legs on that stool to shore it up so that we don't have to have that common fear, that common financial worry that I'm gonna run out of money in retirement? So we're gonna look at each of those three legs and I've got some replacement legs for you. I, I looked in my in my closet, in my supply closet, I've got some legs, you're gonna wanna take a couple of these out, take off that old one, put on the new one, and you'll be good to go. So let's start with the first leg of that three-legged stool, and that is Social Security. That goes back to the government. And do you want to be relying on those guys? Well, let's look at what the 2021, just looking at this year, uh, 2021 benefits. I went out to the IRS website, or sorry, the Social Security admin website to see what are those. And right now, in, in 2021, the, the, the estimated average benefit, average, and this is a monthly payout. This is what you're going to get monthly from Social Security is $1,543. Let's call it 1500 that's the average. How high can you go? What, what is the maximum benefit? And, 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 and keep in mind, in order to attain the maximum benefit, you, you must have earned at or, or, or above the, the maximum taxable income for Social Security for 35 years. Right now, that, that maximum taxable income is $142,800 for you, an individual. So ask yourself, am, am I at that level? If you are or, or above and you've been doing it for 35 years, hey, good for you. You're going to get that maximum Social Security benefit. But that ain't most of us. And that's why that estimated average uh, is coming in at 1500 When we come back from the break, we'll look at what you could potentially earn. Hey, if you've been, been a high earner anyhow, if you are a high earner, boy, there's a lot of other things you should be doing anyhow other than just thinking I'm going to rely on Social Security. So stick around. We'll get to that here in just a moment.
1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may
0: vary talk 137, the right choice we're back with the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show we're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host Andy Webb, and today we're taking a look at the three-legged stool. What what is the three-legged stool? Well, that refers to retirement, and that refers to the uh, traditionally the. It's an older phrase, goes back to the 40s or so, but it's it's a phrase that describes the the three sources of income that people traditionally lean on in retirement. I guess it's a stool. I guess we're sitting on that, and we're gonna we're gonna look at those three legs because they're getting they're getting a little wonky out there. And we're gonna see how we can maybe replace one, two, or even all three of those legs. And we're looking at leg one, which is social security just a moment ago. Now, before I go any further, I do wanna give you the number here in the studio. If you have any questions today about the three-legged stool or investing in real estate or Lifestyles Unlimited, give me a call. The number here is 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335. Or send me an email. I do have that open right now, in fact. Uh, to AskAndy at L-U-I-N-C dot com. So one of the legs of our retirement stool is Social Security, and we're just looking ahead of the break at the the benefits right now in 2021 that would accrue to you if you were to retire at varying ages. And right now the average, the estimated average benefit is around $1,500. So not just a, not just a ton. Um, the maximum you can get it gets up a little bit more if you've been paying in at the maximum taxable amount for 35 years and right now as of 2021 that maximum taxable amount income is what I'm talking about here is $142,800 that is not most of us and if you are making that income and you have a spouse earning as well you should be doing a lot of other things than relying on Social Security but Going back to that maximum benefit so you have some context here around this first of the three legs, if you file early at the age of 62 and you've been earning that that nice salary, you're going to make $2,324 a month payments from Social Security. Now, if you file at the full retirement age of 66 years and two months, that's what it currently is, you'll be earning $3,148 per month. Again, if you've made those maximum payments over 35 years. And somebody, hey, maybe you're scared of retirement, maybe you're scared of being bored, so I'm just gonna keep on plowing through, or maybe you've got that fear that I won't have enough money, or you've got that fear that you don't have enough money now. You wait till you're 70. If you file for retirement at 70, boy, that's a long way away from me. I can't even digest that. But if you file at 70, you're gonna get 3,800, almost, let's just call it $3,900. That's a decent decent amount, but again, you've been earning very, very well all along. That does not apply to many of us. Now, if you're curious, where do you sit right now? And I did this last night as I was prepping for the show. I, I went out to SSA, which is Social Security Administration, ssa.gov. You can create an account. You, you've probably gotten the paper mailers from them over the years where it shows about what you've, what you've put away over the years and, and, and what, you would, what would accrue to you right now? What would your annuity essentially be if you retired? Well, you can, do that, you can do that at ssa.gov and create an account and see what the expectation is for you. And you can model that expectation based on what you think is going to happen with your income over the years. I did that. I did that. And it ain't pretty. It's not it's not a lot granted. I worked outside of the country for a good period of time So I have a big gap in my in my resume there with the government um, But go check that out and, and you'll find that it it, it it is probably not what you think it's going to be And what's worse is this leg is extremely shaky This leg is extremely shaky there's an annual review that's done where they look at the 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 solvency of the fund and it is expected to face insolvency, in other words not have enough money coming in to pay the money, to, to cover the money that is going out within the next 10 to 15 years. Sometime back I think when I read the late last report about a year ago, I believe they said uh, 2030, 20, 2035, 20, something like that, that's about in that decade to a decade and a half. And in this MarketWatch article, they they reference this as well. And they say, hey, you know, we have to have a dialogue. They talk at length about putting together a task force. Again, that's leaning on government a little more than I think we should. Uh, But putting together a task force, taking a look, doing some reviews, and and, and having some dialogue. And and, and much of the conversation, they say, must be dedicated to determining how to pay for the Social Security program and any expansion. What do you think that's going to be? Taxes. Higher taxes, there's no other way. So that maximum pay-in right now, or the maximum income to achieve that maximum pay-in into the program right now is $142,000. I bet that's going to go up, and they're going to start taking a little bit more. They have to, because that leg is hugely shaky. That's leg number one, Social Security. Leg number two, again, thinking traditionally about the three-legged retirement stool, social security, savings and 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 back in the day, the pension, now now the 401k. Leg number 2, let's talk about savings. And that's you know what that is? That's just getting your money as you earn it, parking it in the bank. Maybe parking it in a CD, uh, a cert- certificate of deposit. And you know, as well as I know, that right now and for some time now, interest rates have been From this perspective, I'll say terribly low. Now, I will also say as a real estate investor, I love the interest rates where they are right now. We do our cash out refis, we are getting lower and lower and lower rates for that money that we're taking out as part of a non-taxable event and then reinvesting. But savings from the point of view of the saver, low, low interest rates. That means you're, you're, you're building your capital even more slowly than you were before. It's really, really bad for savers. And even worse, We've talked about this on the show as well. It ain't coming, it is here. Inflation, I mean, it's always with us. It's always nibbling away at our money that we have in that savings account that's earning practically no interest anyhow. 2%, 3%, now what do we hear, 5.4%. Inflation is here and you just have to ask yourself, with the, the profligate spenders up on Capitol Hill, where do you think it's gonna go? With all the spending we've had during the course of the pandemic where do you think that inflation is going to head down or up and the higher up it goes the more it eats and eats and eats into those very savings i'm going to say now you cannot save your way to retirement not with the interest rates where they are not with inflation where it's going and in general, you're never gonna get there by saving. There may be the couple out there that are those extreme savers, but for the majority of us, we, we've got that estimated average social security benefit of 1,500. We're in the middle. We're not gonna get there saving. So that second leg, saving your way to retirement, very, very shaky. Social security, very, very shaky. What is the third leg? Well, it, back when my parents were were working, when your parents were working, maybe if you're you're part of the boomer generation, maybe when you got your start, the conversation revolved around pensions. And and as you and I know, the 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 pension has essentially gone the way of the the dodo. My four-year-old recently discovered dodos. They like to eat rocks, he likes to tell me. Well, the pension has 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 gone the way of that dodo, and it's been it's been replaced by the four oh one K plan or maybe similar animals depending on your your industry. Why is that a problem? What is the big difference between a pension and a 401k plan? We'll talk about that when we come back, and then we're going to explore replacing those three legs on that stool so that it's not nearly as shaky and not shaky at all for you when you head into retirement, so stay tuned.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. If you
2: have questions today, the number is 855-497-4335. Again, my name is Andy Webb. If you're feeling shy, just send me an email instead. You can email me at askandy at dot com. So how is your retirement stool feeling right now? Is it pretty, pretty short up? Is it pretty solid? Or is it feeling a little wobbly, a little shaky? Maybe one of those legs has dropped off altogether and you're just kind of balancing on the two remaining legs of that three-legged, formerly three-legged stool. What's what we're looking at today is those three legs. We've talked about number one, social security. We've talked about number two, savings. And we're gonna look now, finish our look at, at pensions or more recently, of course, 401Ks. Those are the three common legs for income during your retirement. That is the, the, the retirement, the three-legged retirement stool. And we already learned that leg one, leg two, they have problems, they are shaky. What about the pension? Well, we 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 know the pension's basically gone now. Now, some of you out there may still get a pension if you've ever heard Al Gordon. He's one of our hosts that's on during the week. Um, Have you ever heard his story? He he retired from the military. He had a pension. That pension just wasn't there. It wasn't enough, and that's going to be common for a lot of the folks. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're in some industry. Uh, work for the government, work for the municipality where there is still a pension in place, but uh, commonly you're going to find it just is not quite where it needs it. What are they talking about all the time these days, in fact? Oh, budget shortfalls, budget shortfalls. We're going to have to change the pension benefits ex post facto after the fact. Oh, you were relying on that as your third leg? Sorry, we just cut off a little bit of that leg. I know your stool's a little wonky now, but hey, figure it out. And the big problem with pensions disappearing and being replaced by the 401k is just the type of benefit that you see a, a pension, uh, it, by its nature, it's what's de- what's called a defined benefit. It's great because you know more or less what you're going to get out of it. It's, it's essentially an annuity, much like Social Security is. 401ks and, 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 and their ilk, on the other hand, are not defined benefit. They are what's called defined contribution. Who defines the contribution? You do, for the most part. You choose what you're putting in. Not so great because you know, although you know what you're putting in, you have no idea. You have no idea what you will be getting out. You put it in and you hope. It's just another, it's, this leg three is essentially a glorified version of leg two, the the savings leg. And and, and rather than creating an annuity through a pension, you're, you're, you're trying to save, that's what you're doing. You're trying to save. And, and build a pile of funds that you can then draw down in in retirement. Now, I just said that you define the contribution to, to a degree. It's interesting, I mentioned Secure Act 2.0 that they're working on right now uh, up in Congress, and it, it's not passed yet, but it's it's headed towards that finish line. It it includes a couple of things. For example, it encourages employers to have an auto enrollment feature, which means when you become a new employee at a company, they're just going to register you. They're going to sign you up for that 401k. It's an automatic feature. Here's the interesting part I found. They're also talking about an escalation feature whereby every year that contribution that you've automatically been signed up for is going to go up by 1%. So 1% of your pay the coming year is gonna be going away on top of that three, four, whatever it already is. Year after that, another 1% up to 10%. So that defined contribution is now seemingly being defined in part by our good friends on Capitol Hill up in Congress. Of course, we've seen some problems this year. 401Ks for a lot of folks have been on the back burner during COVID-19. Maybe you took advantage of the CARES Act when it was available and withdrew a big amount from that 401K. You could, at the time, if your company participated, not everyone did, you could take as much as $100,000 out of that 401k, either as a loan or just as an absolute withdrawal without that normal 10% penalty that that I would have if I tried to do something like that. So if you pulled out that cash, I sure hope you invested it. Another big problem with 401ks is simply the, the volatility, the volatility in the market. Sure, it's been climbing, it's been going up, up, up. We're hitting all new records. But we've seen what happens. It's a roller coaster ride and it drops. The bottom is gonna drop out of you at some point. And I hope you're ready. And there's the big, big risk. I've talked about this, it's probably been a good year or so, I remember talking on a show about a buddy of mine who retired early. Now he did his own thing, kinda of like we're doing here. But the risk for you, when you enter retirement, whether early or later, is something called sequence of return risk. If the bottom drops out of that market just after you've retired, it kills your returns. It's wiped out a Significant amount of your principal and you've got to earn all of that back. Well guess what you're doing in the meantime You're retired You're drawing down those funds because you have to live off of those now because leg number one social security is not there leg number two Savings not sufficient. So you're pulling money out of that 401k and as that thing tries to recover It never quite gets back to where where it was Sequence of return risk is is, is a big deal Something you need to understand if you are heading for retirement and leaning on this particular leg of the, the retirement stool. And of course, add on top of everything else, you, you may or may not know this. A lot of people don't realize it, but you are paying fees for the management of that 401k. And that's eating into your returns as well. And again, define contribution. You know what you're putting in. You don't know what's getting taken out on the back end. So back to this article, this kind of triggered the whole thought for me. It was called retirement security is shakier than ever. And 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 here's where they mentioned that proverbial three-legged retirement stool. We just talked through that. Uh, leg one, again, is social security. Leg two is savings. Leg three now is the 401k for, for most of us. And what we want to do, you know, these guys in this article, they want to rely on the government. By the way, the same government that after we... We're happy to hear last week the eviction moratorium expired. This is the same government that has now issued an eviction moratorium that they themselves said probably will not pass constitutional muster. What does that tell you? They're doing squirrely things up there. Those are not people you want to rely on. You want to take matters into your own hands and shore up that three-legged stool. Let's talk about that now. So I want to revisit that three-legged retirement stool. We're going to replace a few legs. We can replace all three and a lot of this comes down to what we do in order to replace those retirement legs on our stool at Lifestyles Unlimited and you need to understand the way when we invest in a single family house or when we invest into an apartment complex, we're we're not just putting our money like we do in a 401k and waiting for it to appreciate and maybe getting some dividends here and there, giving up total control by the way. We We maintain control. When I buy a single family house and I fix it up, I choose who I put in there, I choose what the rental amount is, it's market determined of course. I choose how long I hold that, I choose if I do a cash out refinance, which is not a taxable event but puts a heck of a lot of money into my pocket, I choose when I sell. I maintain control all the while enjoying multiple, multiple ways of making money. We make money five ways in those houses, six if we're talking about apartments. We're gonna get into those as we look at the the three legs of our stool, we're enjoying cash flow number one. I need you to understand this, if it's a single family house, on average right now in Texas about $400 a month. I've actually seen my rents going up and I've seen that cash flow amount going up as well. Very much enjoying that, but we enjoy that cash flow. We make money through equity capture, which is we're buying right, we're buying at a discount. And creating equity just from the outset. That's equity capture. And then over the years that we hold that asset, our, our tenants are paying down the mortgage for us. Those resi- great residents that we find pay the mortgage principal as well as the interest, where we have equity buildup. And of course, normal market appreciation for our houses and our apartments, as well as forced appreciation in apartments. Now, throwing out a lot of names out there for you. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Uh, there's a yellow button there that says join free workshop. We'll talk about the ways that we make money we'll get into a little more detail there, as well as single family, as well as multifamily. It's a good introduction to the, the notion of real estate investing in general, if you're not familiar with this. Final way that we not so much make money but save money we keep our money is through the the tax advantages of real estate They are very very heavily tax advantaged So we've established that that three-legged stool. It's wonky. It's shaky one leg might be missing Maybe maybe two have been pulled out from under you and you're balancing on that one single Remaining leg. Oh gosh, if that one disappears. Well, you've retired. You've now run out of money before you've passed away that's what you want to avoid we're going to tell you how we're going to replace those legs when we come back so stay tuned
1: austin's talk 1370
0: listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show.
2: I'm your host, Andy Webb. And, you know, if you'd asked me several years ago, would I be this excited to talk about a three-legged stool, I would have looked at you a little cross-eyed. But uh, I'm, I'm having a good time today. It's it's a good topic And and it is something you need to think about. You may not think about it at all. Ah, Social Security, it'll be there. Will it be there? That is one of the shaky legs. Now, they're all a little bit shaky, as we've established, but will it really be there? What can we do to replace that leg? Shore it up a little bit, at least. We're going to talk about that. Now, if you have any questions for me, you can email me at askandy at lu dot com, and I do want to share something. I'm also very excited about aside from that three-legged stool We do have very soon less than one month away our wealth and passive income expo and it's right here in my neck of the woods I'm coming to you from Dallas Fort Worth if you're new to the show and uh, We're gonna have the, the wealth and passive income expo in Irving at the Irving Convention Center at Las Colinas So right here in the Dallas metro area if you're in Dallas listening right now, and you haven't gotten tickets Why not? Going to be Friday and Saturday, September 3rd and 4th. And I just saw on the website, in fact, there's even an early registration uh, uh, check in uh, on the evening of September 2nd. So you can get started early, get your networking going, going early. If you're totally new to real estate investing, you want to get out there and talk with people like myself, people that have some level of experience, maybe a heck of a lot of experience. There are a lot of people that are going to be there that have been doing this for decades. And they'll share with you their experience. You just have to ask. But you have to be there too. So I want you to learn more by going to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com And uh, the the entry just for general admission $97. But guess what? Use my name Andy, A-N-D-Y all caps for the promo code that gives you $97 off. So again, if you're here in Dallas-Fort Worth, if you're in Houston, if you're in San Antonio, there is no reason that you will not be there. You need to be there. I want to see you there. Let's talk about your three-legged stool. Last year, they had a a radio booth set up for us. We were sitting on stools, in fact. Now, they had four legs, so they were a little more stable uh, than that stool we're talking about today. But uh, I'd love to hear uh, what's going on. And if, if you're just getting started, boy, this is a great opportunity to really learn about investing in both houses, apartments, put together your passive income plan, and get to retirement early. Now what we're talking about again today is that that retirement stool that three-legged stool and we've established earlier in the show that all three legs are are Shaky very shaky social security. We, we expect that thing to be insolvent in the next decade decade and a half So what do we do to replace that? Particular leg Well social security if you think about it, it, it it's an annuity You've been paying into the government because they've made you yeah, they've compelled you you have to do this thing and Now you get some cash flow in return So that's what we're talking about here, cash flow every month, just like an annuity. Now, you got to remember what we talked about earlier in the show, and and if you missed the earlier part of the show, you can go to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab uh, to catch the past shows. These are archived there, Uh, but we took a look at some of the numbers around Social Security, at least as per now, 2021, and the average right now per month, the average benefit in 2021 is about $1,500. Now if you're one of those max earners out there and you've been having to pay the max contribution uh, and you retire, let's say early at 62, you want to retire as early as you can. It's not the money, it is the lifestyle. We got to get out there and enjoy our life, it's very short. So let's say you retire at 62, well then you're getting about 2,300. Let's take some number in the middle, let's call it 2K, $2,000. Let's say that's what I want to do to replace my stool leg, which is social security. I'm going to create my third leg for that stool by investing in a few single family houses. It's that simple. I mentioned a a moment ago that on average when we take down a new house, renovate it, put a family in there, uh, great residence, they're going to be paying our, our, our rent every month. Our average cash flow that we're pocketing, net, is $400 here in the Texas markets. What do I need to get to that 2K? I need to buy five houses. Now if you're new, this may sound like a lot. I bought five houses in one year back in 2014. Uh, I remember that year very clearly because it's also the year when I was working and did not get a raise. gave myself a raise. I was very, very thrilled about what I did on my behalf. And you can do the same. In fact, I know a guy that uh, he, I believe it was right about five or six houses he put together and he did retire. Retired to Arkansas, enjoying the lifestyle. It's as simple as that. Or you can go the multifamily route, become a passive investor in apartments. A lot of people don't know that, but you can is a very, very good way to add that cash flow. And of course, as you build that cash flow, it's, it's gonna help you save, thinking about that second retirement leg, especially if you're still working. So what my wife and I did, as we were working, we, we, we added a house to our portfolio as often as we could, added that cash flow. Of course, we're working as well, so we've got cash flow coming in from multiple sources, which helps you go a lot faster, so that you can get to that retirement finish line sooner sound hard it's not not sure go to lifestylesunlimited.com click on the free workshop button so again thinking now about leg number two that savings leg of our retirement stool again if you've already replaced that first leg that social security leg in the stool what have you done you've built cash flow and what you will find when you've got the the when, when you've learned how to do this it's a very repeatable process it is very easy now It takes a lot of education. It takes a lot in fact a site I was looking at I was comparing I was just doing a little research on uh, real estate versus the stock market You know, we talked already about the volatility that we see in the stock market don't really see that in, in houses uh, But it, it talked about one of the biggest risks. I, I'm not sure I agree with that term but they de- de- define one of the biggest risks of becoming a real estate investor is the knowledge you probably don't have all of the knowledge that you need. Once you have it, very repeatable, very easy. Where do you go to get it? What did I just tell you about the Wealth and Passive Income Expo here in Irving? But once you have that knowledge together, it's very, very easy. You'll find it very, very easy to to keep going, rather, and you'll add more cash flow above and beyond what you needed to replace your Social Security, that wonky, wobbly leg that may expire in the mid-2030s. And with that extra cash flow, set extra aside. Maybe create a savings budget. If you're intent on putting that money in the bank where you earn practically no interest, at least set a budget around it, set some goals. But even better. You've probably heard people talk about the, what they'll call forced savings that they have by virtue of the fact that they've bought a house and they have to pay their mortgage every month and their equity's building up. I'm not able to save. I just can't put that money in the bank and leave it there. At least this way I'm building equity, they say. Okay, let's talk about equity. Social security is cash flow. The savings is essentially equity that's just sitting in a bank, or in this case, in your house. How about, instead of buying that personal residence as a forced savings platform, how about buy a rental house? One that needs a little work, and because it needs a little work, we're gonna buy it at a discount, and because we buy it at a discount, we're gonna enjoy something we call equity capture. We talked about that in the last segment. Or how about buy a rental house and get it rented and let your residents pay down that mortgage every month, pay down that principal. We call that equity buildup. Works very quietly in the background. I looked at my portfolio, we're averaging about 8% return just on that equity buildup. Again, how about buy a rental house and watch the value increase through simple market appreciation. If you're intent on saving by virtue of buying your personal residence and paying down that principal every month to build up that equity, this is a much better way to go. Much better, quote unquote, air quotes, savings option. But don't become complacent. Don't just let that equity sit idle. We call that debt equity. Cash that equity out from time to time and reinvest in more assets that are cash flowing and that create that equity and that wealth for you. That's leg number two, savings. We've replaced Social Security, that cash flow leg. We've replaced leg number two, savings. Essentially that equity leg. Leg number three, again, started out as the pension. That has now been replaced by the 401k. Well, you know what, while we're at it, let's just replace that leg too. Again, thinking back to the pension, defined benefit. Compared to the 401k now, defined contribution. Leans heavily on that volatile stock market. You give up control. Tremendous risk, especially that sequence of returns risk that we talked about. And penalties if you want to pull it out sooner. Let's replace this leg with that cash flowing rental real estate. It actually puts us back into that defined benefit position. How is that? Well, when we go into a deal, we're educated. We've gotten that knowledge because we've gone to a group like Lifestyles Unlimited, an education and mentoring platform, and we know how to calculate our returns, going into any given deal. We know what our cash flow is going to be going in. That's essentially defined benefit. I know that this house that I'm buying is going to cash flow 300, 400, 500, 600 dollars a month. We know going in what our equity capture is going to be. Again, defined benefit. We know. In fact, we know what our cash out of pocket is going to be going into that deal as well. So we're we're enjoying both aspects of the pension and the 401k in that we have that defined benefit in terms of the payout that's coming into my pocket every month and that equity that I've built, that wealth, as well as the cash I'm putting into the deal, that defined contribution. Unlike the 401k, we are also creating that monthly cash flow. Unlike the 401k, we create equity that we can tap into anytime we want without penalty. Maybe there are taxes if you sell, unless you do it right. We talked about the fact that real estate is highly tax advantaged. Like the 401k, we enjoy appreciation but it's much less volatile than what the stock market will show you and with our real estate we can tap into that whenever we want so we've replaced the three legs of that stool social security with cash flow savings with that equity buildup, equity capture pension all of the above you can do the same again go check out wealth and passive income expo.com get out to the expo less than a month away i want to see you there my name's Andy Webb. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day